Brave, outspoken, conservative. We, we are Ladies Raised Right. We're your co-hosts. I'm Olivia. And I'm Anouk, and we're dismantling the left's agenda one lie at a time. You can find us on all socials at Ladies Raised Right or on Twitter at LadiesRR. And you can find any additional information and merchandise at LadiesRaisedRight.com. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode. So uh, a couple weeks ago, we did an episode on rebuttals to the left. We kind of touched on the capital riots, but this week we're really going to wreck it and kind of dive into it and really talk about how the left has completely lost their gourds on the perception of what happened during the capital riots. So get ready, because if you thought you had a good response last time, you have an even better response now. You'll bury the libs. <laughs> bury them in facts and the logic. <laughs> exactly. So we're just, in case people weren't aware and don't have social media since the left has infiltrated everything, we'll briefly go into what happened on January 6th, 2021, and then what happened according to the left. So basically, the Electoral College was voting to finalize um, Biden's election, and Trump had a rally outside. It was not a riot. We'll go into this later. And some very far-right extremists stormed the Capitol, not thousands of people, some. And the Capitol went into lockdown for a few hours. But you know what? Things still worked out. The vote was still finalized. Biden still became president. Harris was still vice president that day. So... Um, this but, doesn't change the history of anything. Yeah, part of U.S. history. It's not a mental monumental moment. It is just like a weird situation. It was an yeah, it's like people we, kind of went a little deranged. <laughs> and as we said in the other one, we obviously don't condone this. Um, and I think we further discussed how this wasn't like some huge massive plan, like how the left is making it seem. To no, seem. this like was not a coup. This yeah. is not supported by the right. This is not supported by most people that are conservative <laughs> or Republican. Like, let's make it very clear. Like, ladies raised right does not endorse the capital right. It's yes. <laughs> and however, the left, um, one of their main focuses is that the right is a threat to democracy. So I'm just going to go over the definition of what democracy is. It's a system of government by the whole population or all the eligible members of a state, typically through elected representatives. So given that definition and what happened to, on the Capitol riot, Biden was still elected. So I don't know how that's a threat to democracy. Um, the election still occurred. Like nothing was changed because of this event. So this was not a threat to democracy. Democracy yeah. still happened. If you're really concerned about a threat to democracy, let's talk about when all the corporations and individuals all blindly rallied behind something because the government told them to and they were afraid of getting canceled. I.E. BLM. I.E. BLM. And Biden, quote, those who instigated and incited held a dagger to the throat of American democracy. Hmm. I think Biden is the one who has a dagger to American democracy. He has like a, like a deranged dagger to yeah. our throats too, because like he probably doesn't even know what he's doing. He probably forgot that he was holding the dagger and it's going to turn around because our throat's not looking at us. Exactly. Um, yeah, so... Now that we have established this was not a threat to democracy, given the definition of democracy, right. Biden was still elected, we're going to read you some quotes uh, from CNN and NBC that gives you a, a view of what J- January 6th was, according to the left. To begin, hours of terror incited by Trump. It revealed that the authoritarian forces that preoccupied the founders and that simmered below American civil society ever since are unleashed. 
according to Joseph Ellis, focusing on this as a genuine inflection point in American history, comparable to the Civil War and the Revolution, is not fanciful. It's absolutely historically correct. We are facing a historic crisis. The fate of the Republic really is at stake. Trump's grip on the Republican Party remains ironclad. That is evident both in polling and in GOP candidates. Fear of his ear. And the most rich statement of all by Kamala Harris. She compared what happened on January 6th to Pearl Harbor and 9-11. She said, we had to move filing cabinets in front of the doors to barricade ourselves in. I don't think this is comparable at all to people deciding if they want to burn to death or jump out of a burning building to their death, which is what happened on 9-11. She just, like, delegitimized all these actual, like, attacks against the U.S. Terrorist attacks. Terrorist attacks. Like, the attack against the Capitol was not a terrorist attack. (laughs) It was a, well, according to, it was a domestic terrorist attack. And, like, also, let's be very clear, like, everyone that attacked the Capitol was fully prosecuted to the fullest extent. Like, there was nothing left, no one was left unturned on that one. They were all prosecuted. Even someone's mother who dropped them off to the Capitol (laughs) was prosecuted. Yeah, things got, like, this was definitely swiftly handled. Um, And people are still, we all disagree with it. However, it becomes a little laughable and annoying when it's such a huge deal. (laughs) Exactly. And other things aren't explained as much, I guess. No. Um, there's this Instagram account that I go to for information sometimes. It's called So Informed. It is probably one of the most liberal things I've ever seen. And, of course, the girl who runs it um, did, like, one year since the Capitol riots. And so <laughs> <laughs> she goes in, she say? <laughs> <laughs> She goes into, like, quotes that, quote, unquote, prove Trump incited this, and there are other blatant lies So one of the things I want to touch on is that the Capitol, as we discussed in our rebuttals for liberals, um, the the Capitol was bombed in 1983 by a far-left group. So you can listen to that episode for further detail on that. But that's not the only time the Capitol has been under attack. There have been assassinations to the Capitol. It has been on fire. There have been bomb threats. It's been always under attack. This isn't like the first time something like this crazy has ever happened. And... (laughs) So just want to point that out real quick. Here's one of the quotes. The extremists who flooded the streets of D.C. had been planning this rally for weeks ahead of January 6th. Many people within the Trump camp were involved in the planning, funding, and evolution of the events. So the keyword here is a rally. Also, do I see riot? (laughs) No, and it was a peaceful, like, protest. Like, Trump had been talking about it. He had been talking about it since the election that he thought he had won the election and thought it was rigged. So he was organizing a peaceful protest. That's what it was originally organized as, and and that's what it was. Yeah. So this was never intended to be a riot. Also, who were within, like, which Republicans within were involved? Please provide me names of these people. Like, if the left is just going to throw out lies like this, I want backup. Like, okay, who was involved? Tell me. Who organized it? Yeah. Which Republicans organized this rally or protest or whatever you want to say, like, or the storming, like, the storming just happened. Like, it didn't wasn't organized by any, like, sane Republican individual. It was some far extreme people that just lost their shit. <laughs> yeah, like how the Capitol bombing in 1983 was far extreme left people. So you can't just take the far extremist groups and put us all together and say, 
that's you like fall into that category. Right. Um, further, just like this article or her little post really drives home the point of how America is systemically racist. Uh, she ends it by saying what occurred at the Capitol on January 6th was the culmination of centuries of white supremacy, hatred, and privilege. I, I just don't even get that. Like, how did what happened on the Capitol is, how is it, like, white supremacist? Well, it's the left. Everything is racist. <laughs> yeah. According to the left, everything is racist. Math is racist. Math is racist. Your food is racist. Your dog is probably racist, too. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, the, I think these things just, like, really drive home the point of how deranged the left has become. Well, the left is just using this, like, okay, like, everything that Trump did really, like, led to this moment, and this moment was the most terrible thing that could have happened in American history, and then they're just going to, like, die on this. And they're going to die on this because they're just trying to distract you from all the deranged things that they're trying to do right now. Like, all the stuff that they're trying to pass is so, which we can touch base on, like, on another episode, but it's so far gone, and, like, basically, like, I mean, we said Bernie Sanders was crazy, but, like, all Biden is Bernie. Biden is Bernie. He's doing yeah. the same shit that Bernie said he was going to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the left is also um, deflecting from our wonderful BLM riots that we experienced all summer. Oh, you mean the peaceful protests that the, occurred all summer? The mostly peaceful. <laughs> oh, yeah. The ones that just, like, ruined cities. Honestly. Yeah. And yeah. were led by left party individuals and the left leaders were saying we are going to continue to protest this is okay Keep and we are watching. enabling this yeah so that is pretty blatant to me sounds like incitement yeah huh. <laughs> 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 let's call out the left right now so i guess while we're talking about it let's compare blm versus the capital riots this is going to be fun <laughs> maybe we'll start with the amount of deaths it's a little dark BLM caused at least 25 deaths across the country. How many deaths did the Capitol cost? One. Hmm. Ashley Babbitt, who was shot by the police. Don't let articles fool you where they say there were at least five deaths. If you um, dig further, the other deaths associated with this were due to a heart attack, drug overdose, and a stroke. So, so not, not the riot. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just to clarify. <laughs> Next, we'll hit with monetary value. How much did the damage cost? About $5 billion from BLM. And only about $1.5 million at the Capitol. Yeah, so it's a pretty big difference to me. <laughs> $5 billion versus $1.5 million. Hmm. What should we care more about? And then to further um, dive into this, police injuries. The, B- the BLM riots had more than 2,000 injuries to police during these riots. Yeah, the Capitol had 140 injuries. Yeah. So again, 2,000 is greater than 140. <laughs> wow. Let's really break this down. <laughs> 5 billion is greater than 1.5 million. <laughs> we just need Let's to... Let's all say it together. <laughs> um, federal damage, or federal building damage. So uh, BLM, they caused damage to both the federal courthouse in Nevada as well as multiple courthouses in LA. As well as like statues. Stat- um, multiple statues. Yeah. Just general like federal like monuments throughout the entire like country, big major cities. Like this isn't even definable at this point. Mm-mm. And what happened at the Capitol riot? One building got destroyed and it wasn't even fully destroyed. When we look at it, 
Um, the BLM riders were literally pulling down statues. They were breaking windows. They were vandalizing and looting. Right. They ruined cities. Yep. And one capital, the capital was a little vandalized. A little bit. Which is still bad, but. Which at this point now they like went back and like cleaned the whole thing up. And like now there's like all these barbed wire fences and all this like extra crazy amount of defense around the capital that wasn't yeah. there before. Which should have been there given the history of the capital about all the bombings, uh, fires, assassinations. Like that it has always been super protected. <laughs> so our next one is going to be small business destruction. Uh, and small business destruction, like, it's attack on each other. Like, this isn't even the government involved anymore. Like, people are looting in the streets and against the government or against whomever, and they're ruining other people's small businesses. And most of these small businesses don't even stand a chance of being able to cover themselves with insurance or, like, get back what they lost. Like, mm-hmm. they went under and, like, that's it. Like, they their entire lives were ruined because of these protests. Um, the Capitol yeah. riot. No small business. No small business was attacked. This was, like... As far deranged as they were, they went for the government, and they actually went for the government. Yep. BLM went for, quote-unquote, the government and whatever else they were going against, but, like, they they took people with them. Yep, and what's interesting about BLM is their Black Lives Matter, but almost every single business, dis- not every single business, but of all the businesses destroyed, they were also minority-owned businesses. So, yay, Black Lives Matter, um... No, not at night when we're going to destroy and loot everything. And ruin, like, all the, like, black-owned businesses and minority-owned businesses that are in the streets that we're looting. Mm -hmm. And in addition to, like, COVID, if you'll remember, we had, like, we were still kind of in the pandemic when these riots were happening, so these businesses had already been shut down. They've lost money already, and now they're just completely destroyed. Like, this has destroyed people's lives. My dad has started his own business, and I can, and it took years not years, but it took a while to get it up and running and like it's doing well. But like if something were to happen to that, like everything, like people have their lives into this. They've put all this work into it. Yeah. And it's not even just like a monetary value. It's like how much time and effort you put yeah. into trying to make something succeed and everything was lost because some people decided just to like burn it down in one night. Yeah. Cause at the beginning when it first started, he was like 70 hours a week working. Right. It was crazy. Um, and in Kenosha, Wisconsin, so there were 35 small businesses destroyed, but over 80 were damaged. Jim Siegel, who owned a surplus store in Minneapolis, said the police told him to not even bother to board up your store because there's a 50-50 chance it won't be here tomorrow. So he went to his store to try and protect it, and he was barricaded in a room listening to this mob breaking all his windows, stealing all his stuff, and peeing in the store. That's, like, terrible. And then they've got uh, Chris Montana put a sign on his store, his distillery door in Minneapolis saying, Black-owned business. And when he heard that the looters were coming, the distillery was still looted and burned to the ground. Yeah, so, I mean, that's pretty blatant to say. <laughs> if you're saying Black Lives Matter and then you're directly attacking a store owned by a Black individual that literally signified that it was, it's an attack on, like, your, like themselves. Yeah, like, what are you even <laughs> standing for at that point? You just want to destroy things. That just doesn't make any more sense. And so we have some more examples of this. Mm-hmm. Elliot Broster in Philadelphia, he opened a vape and tobacco shop in 2018. He put all of his money, all of his time into it. And as time went on, it became more than a smoke shop. It was an inspiration for children of color to follow their dreams like Broster had, how he worked his ass off to start this shop. And on May 31st, his business was looted and destroyed. He says, quote, 
I put so much time, energy, and headaches into this business for someone to destroy it in a matter of seconds. That really hurts. He says it's more more than just capital. It's emotional trauma. Yeah. And then uh, Eli Aswan, uh, Minneapolis. So he said he came to America in 2002 with nothing um, from Tanzania to make ends meet. He bought a used car, flipped it, and sold it for profit. And when he realized that this was good um, and he could make a business out of it, he continued to do that. So after George Floyd's death, he noticed demonstrators beginning to gather and had a feeling things would go bad. He came back to his lot the next day to find all of his business windows broken, two cars destroyed, and the looters taking off with over 17K in equipment, um, even heavy equipment, leaving him with absolutely nothing. Yeah, and this just, um, I think, shows that these riots were planned, even though like the left is claiming that they weren't. For you to steal heavy equipment, like he said, like his... Um, tractors and other things used to move the cars or whatever like that was all stolen like you need chains you need pulley like you need stuff to move you need that. equipment to steal stuff like that yeah. you just don't show up like hands in your pocket and walk away with someone's tractor like yeah. that doesn't work like that yeah so i think this like proves that these riots were planned and incited by the left exactly another yeah another example Janice Wilburn from Atlanta, Georgia. She owned a boutique in Atlanta that was dedicated to serving women of all sizes, nationalities, and walks of life. It was a very like well-known boutique. Um, the first ladies had shopped there. Other famous people had been there and shopped there. And it was a staple to Atlanta. On June 1st, riders threw large rocks through her front window and destroyed her displays. A worker in the shop also sheltered kids there overnight and called lifts for them to go home due to the tear gas outside um, that the riots were causing. So <laughs> these are just three of the Black-owned businesses destroyed by the BLM riots who stand up for the Black people. But we're going to link this article. It's from The Hustle, and they contain an even more extensive list of Black businesses that were destroyed who are also accepting GoFundMe payments to get like back on their feet. This is ridiculous. The riots should have never... Like, the BLM riots, like, wrecked America. <laughs> but and let's then, just like, focus on January 6th. And then, like, the other thing, too, it's like, okay, well, like, George, Floyd, George Floyd's death caused these riots, right? And, like, if mm-hmm. there was true social injustice and inequality, if everyone believed this, his ruling didn't change that. Like, America is still exact same America it was before these riots started. So, like, why would they still not be going if they really truly believed that this was what was wrong with America? Right. Yep. But they all ended as soon as Biden was elected. Biden's elected, the riots stopped. So tell me, they're political. Like, really. If Trump had been elected, um, you know, they would still be going on and probably even worse than they already were. Exactly. And they would have caused more damage in the capital. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Continuing with riots um, from presidential elections... Trump was elected when Obama Obama was still in office, and this resulted in lots of riots across 18 major cities that lasted multiple days. So if Obama was the president during this, didn't he incite the riots across the major cities for 18 cities in three days? According to liberal logic, yes. So... If the, <laughs> but if we're the not opposing liberals. party wins, like, it's going to happen. People are going to have, like protests they're going to disagree with the results like they're going to call to action they're going to say like let's revote or let's recount that's going to happen because someone truly believes that they didn't win or they should have won that's pretty i would say it's pretty normal that they think that the other party shouldn't have won because like they believe so strongly that they should win Mm -hmm. but like 
if Obama was in office when Trump won and there was riots across major cities, and there was a lot of damage, too, with those. Like, this wasn't just, like, a peaceful protest. Like, there were <laughs> fires or, like, like it was not, like... The left just loves setting things on fire and destroying. <laughs> the left is destruction. The left is a destruction to America. And, like, even a quote directly <laughs> from the left from on these riots, the protests were mostly peaceful until demonstrators were met with anarchist groups, after which <laughs> the demonstrators vandalized buildings, kicked cars, and knocked out power. What? <laughs> So they were mostly peaceful until they did all these unpeaceful things. Like, <laughs> so this can be peaceful before. So then that means that the Trump rally, it was mostly peaceful until, until the capital Until the far extreme came and made it unpeaceful. Yeah. So with the same logic, it's the exact same thing that had happened before. Mm-hmm. There's nothing new here. This is just history repeating itself. Those who fail to learn from history are doomed to repeat it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So hopefully we can continue to give you insights on um, history and facts and how you can use it to dismantle the left because I think America is headed in a nasty direction right? with everything going on right now. Hopefully you guys are well equipped and hopefully we're giving you the right resources you guys need. You can find all of the resources we use for this episode on our website um, and that way you can maybe dive into a little bit more, read how deranged the left really is and what they're (laughs) saying. (laughs) Yeah, like if you're if you claim yourself as an independent, I really encourage you to do your research, read every single side, and come to your own conclusions. Exactly, because on a, that's like what Anuk and I do. I don't we don't go to Fox News and pull these articles. We pull them from like multiple sources. We do our research. We back it up. We back so, it up. We're looking at both sides. We're pulling yeah. from as cringeworthy as it is for us to go to CNN and read what they think about it, so we do. As maddening as it is to go to So Informed <laughs> and read about her stupid... <laughs> I, that's And she... I just have a lot of problems with that Instagram account because she limits her comments, so you can't even comment your thoughts on it. Again, the left is an echo chamber. If you don't agree, then they don't want to hear it. But that's all we got for this week. Yeah, that was our own little side rant. Oh, side rant. Um, hopefully, again, like we said, we gave you all the equipment and information you need on the Capitol riots. Um, and thank you for dismantling the left with Ladies Raised Right. Started your week off right with Ladies Raised Right. Yeah. Woohoo. Woohoo. Bye. Bye. <laughs>